Good morning. It's uh, Monday, June 22nd, 2020. June 22nd, 2020. Um, <clears throat> I've mentioned before that you have to sort of watch what happens late Friday night and into the weekend because whatever happens is because the administration or whoever's in charge does not want it making it uh, into the news on Monday. And this is true for the administration. It's true for corporations. They make announcements that uh, nobody is going to like because, on Friday night, because they know it won't make it to your, to your news. And they know that you will have less uh, of a chance of seeing it because everybody's gone on the weekends. This past Friday was no exception when William Barr released a statement that Jeffrey Berman resigned as attorney for the Southern District of New York. Then Saturday morning, Berman showed up for work and said, it wasn't true. I'm here for work. And then William Barr went to the president and said, Mr. Berman is not resigning. We need to get rid of him. So Donald Trump said, okay, he's fired. And he signed a piece of paper that said it. Now, I've been talking for months about how uh, federal justice enforcement are restricted investigating the president, but local justices are not restricted by the same laws. Uh, Donald's, Donald Trump's lapdog, uh, William Barr, firing Jeffrey Berman, Uh, for the Southern District of New York. Uh, if you remember, just on Thursday, I was talking about Bolton's book and Trump's statements uh, in front of uh, Bolton. And I mentioned Trump offered to help Turkish President Erdogan. Remember, he's the guy that sounds like a character from Lord of the Rings. Um, he offered to help the President Erdogan in 2018 in a U.S. investigations into the Turkish company over potential violations of Iranian uh, sanctions. Trump agreed to take care of things and that, that the prosecutors involved were Obama people, which is really funny because that's not really true. They weren't Obama people. Uh, if you remember, uh, Trump pulled out of Syria uh, after every single foreign policy advisor told him he should not. That allowed Erdogan to invade Syria. What's really odd thing about all this is that Trump hired Berman. Berman was investigating all the president's main uh, men, including Rudy Giuliani. He was actually doing his job after Trump hired him. It, what, he, the, Berman isn't an Obama person. Anyway. Uh, he had been investigating all the president's main, uh, men, including Rudy Giuliani and those two guys that were working with, uh, foreign guys that were working with Rudy uh, Giuliani. And uh, then Trump fired him. Already, Barr has miscategorized the Mueller report, interfered with the sentence, sentencing of Roger Stone, and dropped the prosecution of Michael Flynn, despite a guilty plea. William Barr told Berman that Trump fired him, but when asked, Trump said, oh, William Barr fired him. But Donald Trump had to sign the papers, otherwise Berman would not be out. Um, Berman has, invited, has been invited to the House to testify on his firing this week, which could be a prequel to impeachment of William Barr.
and, and, and because, of course, William Barr has been blocking all sorts of investigations into Trump. He's been, at every corner, he's been uh, throwing up roadblocks, trying to save the president. Um, don't think that the impeachment of William Barr will go anywhere, though, because it will have to go through the Republican House, which in no way is going to impeach a sitting a, a, a attorney general three or four months before the election. There's no chance that's going to happen. Um, now, you remember uh, this stuff about uh, Turkish President Erdogan. In an interview uh, uh, with ABC News, John Bolton, you know, this that was in his book about Erdogan. Um, John Bolton said that he would not be voting for Donald Trump and that he should be remembered as a one-term president. So we have a whole slew of Republicans that say they're not going to be voting for Donald Trump. Now, whether or not they do vote for somebody else, that's a separate question. So we don't know what's going to happen. Columbus, Ohio is looking into a name change because of the negative publicity of, of course, Christopher Columbus. I I highly recommend this book that I once read. It's called Salt, A World History. It's an awesome history. I love reading history books, but I highly suggest Salt, A World History. You can get it from Amazon for like 10 bucks in paperback. Now, um, what I learned from that book is Christopher Columbus was a traitor to his own region of Genoa, and he was a corporation. I mean, he, his, his ships did trading throughout Europe, and he, did, he, wasn't, uh, uh, he wasn't with any country. He was only helping any country that could give him the money that he wanted, the gold that he wanted. He traded throughout Europe uh, with ships in the Mediterranean. He also was a pedophile and traded children as slaves, and he he also traded slaves, of course. He first landed, remember, Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. He first landed in Quisqueya, which uh, Columbus named Hispaniola. Uh, if uh, uh, If you know your geography, you'll know Hispaniola is Dominican Republic in Haiti. Now, he wiped out the people of Dominican Republic, uh, excuse me, the people of Quisqueya. Um, many of them uh, left and boated to, swam to, got to uh, Puerto Rico, which then was called something else. I can't think of the name um, right now. Um but um, it was settled by uh, Columbus's um, brother, I believe, Bartholomew, I think it was Bartholomew Columbus, uh, the main city there, Santo Domingo, which the streets in Santo Domingo, where my mother is from, are named for Columbus's crew members. With all this horrible history of the killing and the slaves and the pedophilia, Columbus just didn't seem like a good name for Columbus, Ohio. And they're thinking of different names right now. And it makes you wonder what's going to happen with Washington, D.C. Because as you know, Washington, D.C. stands for 
Washington, the District of Columbia, which is also named for Columbus. Uh, so, in coronavirus news, New York City today enters phase two of opening, which I think it means nail salons and stuff like that can open up today. Um, Florida's governor has finally admitted that more testing is not the reason for more cases in Florida. What we've been saying all along, we knew that. Um, uh, there's been an especially high number of uh, cases for uh, people under 30, 35 years old. So that can't account for, I mean, since, since uh, testing is from ages across the board, you can't account for more cases in a specific age group, obviously. Um, <clears throat> there's a muted, mutated strain of the coronavirus called uh, D614G. What a flashy name. D614G, which started in February. Now, if you, if you look at the, um, um, uh, uh, the history of the Spanish flu, that's the same thing that happened with the Spanish flu. The, the original Spanish flu that started in, in uh, what was that, March of uh, 1918 in Kansas, some kind of Spanish flu in Kansas, that original Spanish flu was, not, was nothing special. It, um, it wasn't really that deadly. It was just like any other flu uh, strain. But it mutated when the uh, soldiers went to Europe to fight in World War I. It, it, began, it began mutating and became extremely dead, deadly. Where you would wake up in the morning with, um, with, with some sort of uh, indication that you had the flu. And by the next morning you were dead. So it was very, very bad. Now, this, uh, <clears throat> this mutation, D614G, which started in February, if you had the coronavirus before February, it doesn't seem like it's going to protect you from the newer strain, which is a little bit more deadly, too. Uh, now, in um, <clears throat> Seattle, CHOP, which is the Capitol Hill Organized Protest, that's that cop-free Z uh, Seattle zone, They've had a second shooting over there. And of course, the first shooting resulted in the death of a 19-year-old. And when the police went in there with guns to uh, get the 19-year-old, they were met with the uh, force from protesters, get out of here with those guns. Uh, and the, um, the kid who was shot, he had already been, um, he had already been taken to the uh, uh, hospital, so there was no reason for the police to be there. But I have a feeling with uh, the shootings going on in this zone, if this kind of thing continues, the, um, uh, uh, the mayor is going to have to do something about it, or the governor is going to have to do something about it. It's unfortunate. They've been trying to be patient with the protesters in the area. But I don't know how much more patience they're going to be able to have. And apparently the people of Los Angeles don't have a lot of patience for Jackie Lacey. She seems to be in big, big trouble. And uh, the writing is on the wall. And the writing is on tweets and other things. Um, 
and official correspondence as both Adam Schiff, Congressman Adam Schiff, and Assemblyperson Laura Friedman, which is the assembly person for the area in Los Angeles, one of the primary assembly persons, no longer supports Jackie Lacey. And uh, Jackie Lacey, if you don't know, uh, she's the um, um, the uh, Los Angeles County District Attorney. She's African American, and everybody expected her to be uh, pro African American, but she is not, and she has not been um, very good at prosecuting police misconduct. And everybody seems to have a problem with her. So now Adam Schiff and Laura Friedman also do not support her. And she is coming up for election very shortly here, and it doesn't look like she's going to make it. Now, in other news of that type, with uh, problems between uh, uh, African Americans and whites who are still stuck a hundred years in the past, Bubba Wallace, the only African-American NASCAR driver of, of any note, I suppose. I, I, I haven't checked to see if there's actually others in NASCAR. Um, anyway, he's the one who uh, pushed for the remover, removal of the stars and bars at NASCAR events, which I think is a great idea. Uh, I don't know why that was ever promoted uh, in NASCAR, except that there are a bunch of racists in NASCAR. Uh, anyway, uh, Bubba Wallace found a noose in his garage stall at Talladega Super Speedway in Birmingham, Alabama. NASCAR has vowed to investigate, and they have also vowed that if anybody has found was found to be involved, they will be banned for. Uh, from uh, NASCAR for life, which they should be. And in Tulsa, uh, the turnout uh, for Trump lacked the numbers that he expected. Only 6,200 people showed up, one-third of the stadium's capacity. Uh, Some blame it on TikTok because TikTok TikTok users, especially uh, the uh, elite TikTokers, (laughs) Um, the elite ones, they were, um, apparently, uh, they were uh, uh, going online and uh, requesting seats uh, because the seats were free. So they kept on requesting and requesting. They would get a new Google number and a new account, a new TikTok account, and and, uh, they would request a seat. And uh, uh, they're saying, that uh, they had a hand in reducing the amount of people that made it uh, to see Trump. I don't think TikTok had that that much to do with it as the coronavirus did. I think people decided, well, like somebody says, okay, I'm going to go to uh, this, um, uh, uh, this, this Trump thing in Tulsa. And then somebody in their family said, no, I don't want you to go because I'm concerned about coronavirus. I don't want you to get sick. I think it had more to do with that. But it doesn't matter because Trump is probably going to attack TikTok. Attack TikTok, say that five times fast. Um, uh, because it's foreign owned. It's uh, uh, in, uh, from Korea. 
and he's going to uh, uh, attack it as foreign interference in an election, which would be funny since he keeps inviting foreign interference in the election. Uh, remember, he asked China to help him out, help him get elected. Now, one uh, new thing, we can go into tech a little bit. We can talk about uh, Apple, Apple computers. If you're old enough, you'll remember when Apple computer changed to Intel chips and how many problems that caused because we had all these old programs that were no longer going to be working with the new computers. Now Apple will be changing again for their computer systems to be more like cell phone chips. Now, you've noticed that that the new laptops are more and more like uh, uh, giant cell phones or giant tablets. Um, and uh, the new the, the, the cell phone chips, the ARM chips, um, allow systems to separate instructions and increase speed while reducing power consumption, which makes for uh, longer battery life. But programming is going to take a hit, and all those old programs that you have are not going to work on the new computers without an interface. Um, uh, if you have an interface between the two, it, it can translate the language, which is a uh, uh, risk-based language. Reduced uh, risk stand, or RISC, stands for Reduced Instruction Set Computer, uh, which, let's see if I can give you an example. Uh, it means a, a lot more shorter pieces of code instead of a longer code for a longer task. So you might have three pieces of short code that do the task of one long code, which takes longer to perform. Uh, these three pieces can be done at the same time. And the longer task cannot be done in the amount of the same time because it has more code. Uh, each piece of code is... Um, uh, 32 bits, um, except for, uh, I, I, I don't want to get into anything too crazy. They have a section that is only 16-bit for shorter pieces of code, which makes the computer system even faster. Anyway, that's what's happening in the news. This is uh, News and Views for Monday, June 22nd, 2020. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.